Hi, and welcome to the In the Cortex podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Paloma Garcia. And I am Danny Perricone. And we're the founders of In the Cortex, an online community with programs that show people the tools that they need to change their lives through brain reorganization. No medication, just movement. When you get your brain out of survival mode and regulate your nervous system, you start to live in the fun, logical part of the brain, the cortex. Subscribe today and learn how to live your best in the cortex life. And now, on to today's episode. Hi, welcome to part two of our holiday series. Today we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about, Danny? Tell us. Um, setting our intention. Mm-hmm. We're going to go further on that one. Mm-hmm. And with kids. With kids. So it's going to be very parent-focused parent and focused. about, well, let's just get into it, yeah. right? I, mm-hmm. I think it's important to mention that we are going to be talking about the holiday, specifically Christmas, because that's what the two of us celebrate. Mm-hmm. But this is something that applies, I think, for many different family situations, mm-hmm. family, you know, parties, engagements, anything, you know, whatever friends, you have. Anytime. Even yep. friends, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be just family. Mm-hmm. Just a moment when you as a family, you with your immediate family, yeah. are going into a group, a bigger group of people yeah. who you don't always know all everything about them necessarily right. and you don't know what the expectations are always going to be. Yeah. Again, society's expectations, I will say it once and again. Too high. Too high. Anyway, <laughs> go. <laughs> right, and I this this one is near and dear to my heart because of I course. feel like I I mean obviously I'm on this journey because I'm a parent. Yeah. And um when you become a parent, you realize how hard it is and um and everything that you read in books and see on social media you're like yes that's great ah yeah I'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. and then the minute your child hits that like button you're just like I can't hold it together anymore you know you like fall apart and that is what I think all parents and then we all go to bed lying in bed going oh I wish I did that different and then you find yourself just like wanting to apologize and then you're just like I don't want to be that parent but I don't know how to change it Mm -hmm. and it's funny because we've been doing this for so long and I'd say what is it like four months ago we decided to go through our own program Mm -hmm. because we're like "Hmm, that just makes sense right (laughs) and um we actually committed to doing it every single day 20 minutes a day of doing our brain work I did it with my kids. And funny enough, everything changed, of right? Course. I went from, and you were even here yeah. in July. And I remember having I a breakdown. A <laughs> I yeah, had a massive, a I can remember the one when I was in the bathroom. And I just had this, there was a couple things happening. My brain was overstimulated. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. And then I had this subconscious of I'm a single parent doing yeah. this on my own. And I feel like there's eyes on me like, what are you going to do, right? Yep. And I'm just like, but I'm alone and I just want support. Yeah. And I had that feeling of just being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I did not handle my four-year-old daughter's, you know, upset very well. And I just, I felt the frustration. And then our regulation was complete dysregulation. And it was just like, wait a minute, this is not working. Mm -hmm. So since that July (laughs) until today, now she gets upset. And I'm like, you're four. You're supposed to get upset because it's hard to figure this world out. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm still figuring it out. Exactly. And, um, and I feel like now I've just removed this expectation and that's, what's really huge is now that I just said that out loud, Mm -hmm. my interpretation of expectation comes from the perception that society has, has expectations. But honestly, 
I was creating them. Right, exactly. I mean, they're coming from society. They are I will coming. Say, but they're, it's you that, yeah. That Decides. Are, you're deciding which ones you attach to and which ones you don't, right? 100%. And they always change, too. I think they change. Your expectations for your kids in your home are going to be different from in the car, from at Target, from at school or in the pod, from at your friend's house, from at a time distant re- yeah. re- relative's <laughs> house. Time of day. Have mm-hmm. they eaten, right? Mm-hmm. And... We don't always have that leeway for ourselves, by the way. Good, important parentheses right there. Um, But I think it's also, you know, coming into like the holidays and all that stuff, it's like, what are my intentions and what are my expectations for myself and for my kids going into this new situation, right? Because that's going to align with with what your intention is. You know what I say? You know what I mean? And I had expectations and intentions to do great and like I said, <laughs> I would go to the social media post and be like, yes, I want to be I, that parent. Yeah. yeah, I can do that. And then once that trigger hit, I couldn't be that parent because I was dysregulated. Mm-hmm. So then after doing the brain work 20 minutes a day for three months now, I'm like, I'm that parent. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to effort my way through. It just, right. happened. it just happened. I all of a sudden grew my bandwidth. And this is obviously a giant plug for our own program because yeah, we believe course. in it. Yeah. And we've been doing it for so long and we see the effects of what happens when you regulate your nervous system on a daily basis because there's so many stressors hitting us constantly. Mm. We had that talk today. Oh, that's a big one. Really yeah. quick side note. 500 years ago, right? Yes. Like Machiavelli. Mach- <laughs> how do you say his name <laughs> well, like, like type of like Aristotle, Aristotle and like all those but philosophers yes um they would process in one entire lifetime the amount of information that we process now in one day that is like and what's crazy is humanity has not moved forward really that much yeah, exactly. which is also sad yeah, but like, then what are we we're yeah. stressed out of our minds most yeah, there's of too us much are. going on it's there's too much. much and we just posted we made a social media post about that today is we used to believe or we used to when we were first trained that you could only you had to clock a certain amount of hours of brain work and brain movements and all that stuff and then you were done, done. Mm-hmm. and we were like that's not no. doesn't make sense anymore. No. It's not the truth anymore. I think maybe even when they did study this stuff in the fifties, that was true for sure. There wasn't social there media. There wasn't social media. The there news wasn't the same. Exactly. All this yeah. stuff that's go- going on, like it really is creating this world where we're overstimulated yeah. all the time. So you are actually going to have to go back into that regulation space, right? Often. But yeah. let's bring this back to the holidays. Yeah. So what's yeah. What's kind of like well, your, your take on that? And honestly, the holidays is a very stimulating time, Absolutely. right? It's like now all we have to do is we're thinking about like buy, buy, buy. Like on everyone's right. social media is like, here are the toys I would buy for my kids. Yeah. And then you have the pressure of I've got to buy my kids toys. And I'm actually in this space where I've been telling my kids, I was like, you know what? I've had a chat with uh, the big guy, Santa. <laughs> and uh, we've agreed that we don't need any more toys because it sounds insane to have to get more toys for me to constantly remind you to keep cleaning them up. Do you see that insanity mm-hmm. cycle we're on? Mm-hmm. So you know what? I think experience is the way to go. Yeah. Um, so we're talking passes, like season passes. Yeah. And, you know, we'll still do fun things to open Obviously, presents yeah. because being a kid in childhood, you can't ever replace that time. And we all remember the magic of Christmas. And then mm-hmm. we all remember the moment where it just like fizzled out. And you're like, I want to go back to being a kid. <laughs> so, um, but during the holidays is the time where it feels like your family's under a microscope, yes, right? Yes, that's the And thing. it's where you're coming in. You're now seeing aunts and uncles, cousins, grandparents, if that's your case, that you haven't seen for a while. Mm-hmm. And then they see your child and they're like, oh, 
what what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then I get a lot of comments about how skinny my children are. <laughs> oh my god! And and I will tell you, and they, they are, are skinny, thin, but yeah, but mean, they also move so much. I was gonna say they are always they jumping around, yeah. running around. I mean, they in a healthy way. It doesn't yeah. mean that they're like you know they no, can't like outside, sit still. They're always but they're, like running. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Axel does. He, my son is primed to move like that. Oh, yeah. He just needs movement, and that's yeah. why we found this option. The option of schooling for him because Mm -hmm. that's what fits his brain profile yeah but um yeah so I think I get a lot of comments of like oh how old is your son he's so skinny and I'm Mm. like "Mm." and I go and in my own internal system because I grew up being the chubbier girl Uh and my brother being really skinny so Mm. it does hit that core wound from back in the day right but also the point of it is like how is that common intended yes like is that intended to help me exactly and that's where you set your intention because you know Mm. which family members are going to comment on your kid's weight and you know who it is it's always the ones that are hurting. Of course. Hurt people hurt people. It's, again, we always go back to the same things, like, yeah. but it's the truth. Like We're all yeah. coming from that stuff. Right. And this expectation that everybody's bodies should be a certain way makes no sense. Oh, no. Because it's, I mean, that'll be a whole, a whole other, other podcast. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I think that that's the biggest thing is it's coming from their yeah. own perception of life. Right. And it's also... You know, we'll talk about that in the next in the next episode. But it's about understanding where people's comments are coming from yes. in that situation, yes. and kind of learning that your family isn't always going to fit into what everybody thinks it will be. If that makes yeah. sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like the perfect the family, perfect, the kids that listen, all and the obey. cousins getting yeah. along perfectly yeah. and being best friends and whatever. Yeah. It's just not going to Well, happen. and we don't come from that because now we're a super blended family. And exactly. We come from, you know, now my we're divorced and trying to balance when do I even have my kids right. on holidays. And so there's that element too. But I will say I used to care a lot about that. I used mm-hmm. to hang on to the comments. I used to actually have a physiological reaction if someone called my children skinny because yeah. it went back to when my son had a hard time breastfeeding, right? So right. there was a route to it being like, oh, you're not able to provide and for you're not a child. good enough mom to feed your child. Right. So for me, it used to hit a core wound. But since we've done the program and since I have committed to regulating my system daily, I now can just like skirt through life differently. It's just more of like, I'm just cruising and I'm like, cool, cool. Thanks for your comment. Thanks for your feedback. Not for me. I'm going to ditch it. It's like in one ear, out the other. And it doesn't have the same impact on me. Well, you're also prepping yourself and prepping your kids for all these these situations. But I will tell you, I did not set my intention for Thanksgiving. Mm. And there were a lot of things that fell through the cracks because there was a lot of drama that happened over Thanksgiving this year. I'm not going to get into it. But a lot of kids that... I want to hear about it later. (laughs) (laughs) There were a lot of kids that maybe weren't in their cortex Mm -hmm. but that's the other part too is we should and I've seen this on social media this is the the beautiful part about social media is Mm -hmm. the good reminders is that our kids are allowed to have bad days just as much as we are right yeah how many times you're like I'm just having a day right and my four-year-old's not allowed to right like what why not right so here's where we say it's okay if you have an off day Mm -hmm. but what's the repair how do we how do we grow from it how do we learn what's the lesson and so that's what we're big about here is let's let's reflect and, and go deeper but back to the whole setting the intentions for my kids we're talking about Christmas, what's to expect, how are things going to go. And, and you're walking them through every piece of it. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. As, I mean, depending on the age that people have mm-hmm. of people's kids, but maybe go through a few tips of like, how do I set my kid up for yeah. my two-year-old, my 
five to seven year old, my 10 year old mm-hmm. for how they're going to handle the holidays. Teenagers, it's a little bit trickier, but you actually have a lot of experience with that too now. So like, how do you set those expectations? Yeah. Like, what are you going to walk them through? Because you're going to yeah. talk about the the different cousins and or kids yeah. that are their age, right? That mm-hmm. are there. You're going to talk about the different other relatives. Mm-hmm. Food. Mm. Like, what if how you have you a picky it? eater? How yeah. are you going to handle that, right? How are we going to handle if mm-hmm. there's something you didn't expect for, mm-hmm. for dinner, right? Mm-hmm. How are you going to handle the whole gift situation? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody gets a gift and you don't, how what's do going to happen, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so kind of there's walk so me much. through a little bit yeah. of, like, different some different uh, strategies. Well, you already know the first thing I'm going to say. Mean, I do, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's always going to be – because and this is so huge because I wasn't doing the brain work with my kids regularly – and then we were just hitting a lot more conflict and we're right. having a lot more moments of dealing with all those issues you mm-hmm. just mentioned and then being big explosive moments. Right. And now I still set my kids up. We have our intentions set, but we have the brain work that supports them being able to roll with because right. I can't predict everything. So on Thanksgiving, for example, I didn't know if there were going to be more kids showing up or not because mm. people were kind of wishy-washy mm. if they were coming. And then I kind of told my kids, I was like, I don't know if there's going to be other kids there. And they were able to handle it. In the past, they'd been like, I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to do it. <laughs> I only want to go This sounds so stupid, right? Like, yeah. I just want to go and be with my dad now. Right. And so since I, we've been doing the brain work and they can now just roll mm-hmm. with the situation, kids showed up. And that was the cool part, too, yeah. was that they were already in their cortex, so then it allowed for more cool stuff to start happening in that world. Exactly. And you're also seeing a moment of, at least for Axel, probably, where he's able to like just go with the flow yeah. and hang out with everybody. He really is. He's yeah. He has grown so much. Both of them. Honestly, I'm so impressed with both of them this time. Yeah. I mean, Siggy totally is, different people. Like, who are they? I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's and it, they're honestly, so expressive. they're so yeah. they're so themselves. It's mm-hmm. adorable. I love it, and I love that you see that and get that because sometimes you can be in your vacuum and not really yeah. get that perspective. But then I can remember back when you were here in July and how much harder it was. <laughs> yeah. Like, but sitting nothing, down and working for us, this oh would have gosh. never been able to happen. No. It's it's a totally different playing yeah. field. So, um. So do the program, number one, (laughs) because you're going to put in the effort and it's going to be harder in the beginning because you have to get them to do the brain work. Mm -hmm. But you, the parent, having the demeanor and adopting the demeanor that this is what I need to do to help me be Mm -hmm. a better parent, your kids will jump on board. Absolutely. And you, if you keep them motivated with what's in it for them, basically, like what's, what's in terms of their brain, Mm -hmm. that's what all that they need to hear. We saw that today at the school. Yeah. We interviewed a bunch of kids like, why are you doing this? Because it makes my brain more connected. How do you feel after you do this? I feel more calm. Mm -hmm. I feel more energized. It's easier for me to be with my friends. Like, Mm -hmm. that's all you want to hear from a child who, especially a child who's having challenges, but even kids who aren't, like you just want them to be happy and be connected, right? And so that's ultimately it is if you do talk to your kids about this stuff, they're going to be more prepared, right? And so I think mm-hmm. also another thing you do a lot is talk to them about it very openly, yeah, right? Like, yeah. this is what's going on. Let's be let's let's be <clears throat> truthful here, right? Let's oh, yeah. work out the situation together. 100%. We talk about it all the time. We talk about it from our personal level. We talk about it from what we see mm-hmm. in our surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like, if Axel's having a challenging time with a teammate or a, a student, a fellow classmate... And we just explain what's going on. He's like, they just he need expla- brain work. He, he explained, explained it to me us. yesterday. Yeah, it yeah. was so cute. I was yeah. like, so what's going on? He was talking about some kiddo that's like, you know, having a hard time in school. And I think he was like being aggressive, or, right, yeah. with Axel. And I said, well, what's, I meant to ask him, like, what did he do to you? But I said, what's going on with him? And Axel goes, he doesn't do brain work. And I was like, yeah. oh, In okay. a nutshell. In a nutshell. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got it. You know, and it, 
and it's cool he, for then, that. That's amazing. Yeah, because he knows he doesn't want to be that way. Exactly. His brain just doesn't have the connections to help him be something else. And in comparison with Axel, who has all those connections, he's like, this happened, he hit me, he did this, he did that, and this mm-hmm. is how I've been handling it. And I know, Mom, mm-hmm. if it happens again, I'm going to be really, really mad. And I'm going to want to retaliate. He literally used the word we retaliate. I was like, retaliate. this vocabulary. <laughs> I was just so impressed with him yesterday. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to want to retaliate. Mm-hmm. And Danny, you were like, okay, but what are you going to do? He's like, mm-hmm. well, I think I can probably go get my teacher. He was kind of fighting that yeah. urge, like, I really want to. But then he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going I'm to go get the teacher, get some help. And he it was so awesome to mm-hmm. see him working this out. I mean, he's seven years old. Mm-hmm. What? And what the, seven-year-old does this? And the beautiful part is, is maybe not so beautiful, but the rest of your life, you're going to be around people who yes. aren't in their cortex. Because not it everyone is. beautiful is. because if yeah. not, it is beautiful because if you're in your survival brain too, yeah. then you're just going to be you are putting gonna hands with everybody yeah. all the time. And your life is also going to be hard. Exactly. Right? So right now, of course, it's hard to have somebody mm-hmm. being aggressive with you right. or whatever it is right. in school, but it's way harder if you're engaging you're with it as well. Right? right? And yeah. that's at all ages. 100%. So mm-hmm. we talk about options. Yep. What are your options? So you're noticing, here's my challenge. What are your options? Exactly. And when you're in your cortex, you have options. When you're able to see things from different angles and you go, okay, Absolutely. how can I handle this? And your brain is able just to have that flexibility mm-hmm. like we talked about in the last episode. So setting the intention is so much easier when you're working with someone who has a brain that is in the cortex. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be the obvious That's first be, step. Yeah. Um, and I can tell you my life is so much easier when I put those 20 minutes in a day. Yeah. Oh, my God. Prime ourselves. And now let's talk about how this is going to go. And you're going to be able to handle the no's. Mm-hmm. And, hey, you just got to roll with it. And mm-hmm. sometimes because I said so. Yeah. And, I mean, we just went on a vacation, you know, just to the desert. And I – and Axel last year at the desert was right. overstimulated with the sounds of all, like, the motorbikes and yeah. all the things. He was covering his ears. He was just like, I don't like this. This is all so new to me. Mm-hmm. And he was having a hard time rolling with it, asking a ton – he still asked a ton of questions. Um, in a different way. Uh, but, yeah. it, like, in a way of out of curiosity, not of out of, like, sort of uh, Fear, anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so – Totally. And he walked up to kids. We just posted the video. And I remember so him being like, Mom, I want to go hang out. I want to meet some kids. And I was like, cool. And I was like, I'm going to video this. Like, yeah. I just want to watch the interaction of him go so awesome. make some friends. It was not planned. And I just like pulled out my camera. I was like, <laughs> he just walked right up and just like watching his body language. It was like, hey, dudes, like what's, what's up? up guys? You yeah. know, and I'm like, so many adults can't do that. Exactly. Like yes. adults can't even walk and be like, hey, how's it going? Hi, how are you? Like, can I have a try? Oh, it was yeah. just amazing. So um, that's the first step. So now setting the intention, you, the adult, have the resources to mm-hmm. see what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. If you have an organized brain. Yes. <laughs> so there it goes again. Do the program. Well, yes, <laughs> exactly. That's that's always going to be the thing. But at the same time, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably figuring out some ways to mm-hmm. make your life easier, right? Whether or right. not you've started the program. Um, hint, hint. Yeah. But <laughs> I think that there's also... <clears throat> And a really important thing is to always do it when you are in your cortex. Yeah. Don't try to set your intention no. when you're already like in that fight or flight survival anxiety mm-hmm. mode because that's just going to make you feel so much worse. Yeah. And it's just going to kick you further into that survival mode because you're only mm-hmm. adding fuel to the fire, right? And you're giving threats 
Right. That to you, your, yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, wait, I'm threatening you yeah. with this or this. And they're extreme. With even thinking about things. Yeah. yeah. So, and my fiance, shout out to him because I always call him out on this. But he, um, he was doing, he said something. And I said, you know, it's okay. Because my mom gave me this tip just recently. And since my cortex is now online, I can hear feedback. Okay, love So this. different. Obsessed. And my mom was like, you know, you can say to your kids, let me think of what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do right now in this moment, but let me think of an option that's going to help teach you how to handle this in the future. Excuse me. And you don't have to have an immediate answer all the time because sometimes you don't know as a parent. No. Sometimes you need to go calm yourself down because you're triggered. You're like, yeah. well, my kid just hit me with something. Yeah. Or, I mean, obviously in that situation, you can probably come back with a very strong um, like when my daughter hit me with the Barbie, I did one where I said, if you hit me with the Barbie, <laughs> that's going in the trash. And yeah. I actually have the boundaries to throw it in the trash. You did? Yeah, this is how different my boundaries oh my are. God. Because she would have hey, thrown the yeah. trash and Proud I would you. have been like, that's $10. <laughs> Down the drain, those Barbies are expensive. And I was like, no, she needs, I told her, because she, she wound up and I was like, if you decide to hit me with that, it will be in the trash. But it was a very calm yeah. response to her. Yeah, like I'm just letting And you know. <laughs> she goes, let me test you. And she Boom. swipes me kind of half, like didn't full on whack me with it, but gave me a swipe because she was upset. I'm mm -hmm. um, not saying it's okay, but I said, okay, can I please have the Barbie? And I took it and I walked out. She kind of whimpered, not even a full blown meltdown. She's like, whoa. She's like, okay, mom means business. And, um, and this is what you're going to see. When you have that conviction in you yes. as a parent that I no longer – because that's where a lot of my parenting came from. When yeah. I would set an intention or I would set the expectation and then I told them what the natural consequence or the cause and effect was going to be if we didn't do X, Y, mm -hmm. and Z and we talked about it ahead of time, I then would be like, ooh, am I being too hard? Right. Ooh, is this, is this, are that's they, the are guilt. they, you yeah. know, then the guilt and then all that Am I traumatizing them? Yeah. Yeah, like how, am I rupturing our relationship? Right. But then I came from a different place. I was like, no, everyone needs boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries are healthy within reason, mm. right? So if you're going to hit me with something, then, oh, it's not safe for you to have that. I need to yeah. go throw it in the trash. Mm -hmm. And it's like that. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean, I can't believe you. I'm with that. No, it doesn't And then you're ripping out. And so this scene, right? It's just, can I please have your Barbie? Okay, it's going in the trash. We talked and about this. I said, we talked about this. We, I told you if you're going to hit me with it, it's going to be gone. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> okay. I heard that. So, and do you think she's going to hit me again with the Barbie? No. no. She's like, that boundary is now clear. Exactly. And so this is where the intention matches the boundary. And then, you know, you can have that consequence that helps our kids understand how the world works. I think and also, that is the yes, key. And also, yes, absolutely. And understand how to navigate themselves at some point. And like you and I say this, mm -hmm. have said this before, a parent's job really is to be that bubble of mm -hmm. that, that, that boundary in those first years. Yeah. And the boundary might get a little bit wider and wider as they grow up. Yeah. And then eventually... You can go like this and they're ready. They understand yes. where it is. But if you never put it down, they never know where it is. Right. So they're going to be all the way over here yeah. trying to figure out where's the boundary, where's the boundary. Yes. Because we, we humans need to understand where it is, you know? Yeah. It's just a natural part of who we are. And so that's one of the coolest things is as parents <clears throat> learning what works for you as well, right? Because what uh, works for yeah. you might not work for somebody who's watching this podcast. 100%. So it's learning what works for your own family. And also... Yeah. There's a TikTok trend going on right now about remember when you look at your parents, it's like these like corny videos yes. of like parents being adorable. Yeah. And it's like, remember, this is also your yes. first, your, your parents' first time living life. Yes. Like 
they don't, Maybe you know, been in this. they might have more experience, but they haven't been in this specific part of their life yet either. Right. Just like you haven't been in this specific yeah. part of yours. So 100%. it's always about having that compassion for others. And that's what our whole next episode is all about. Yeah. And okay. Two things really quick. So back to behavior, cause you're going to be with family yes. and they might be judging your behavior and they might immediately think, oh, this is because of your parenting. Mm-hmm. And it might be, you know, there, there could be some, totally. there's always room for improvement. Um, and the but the other part too is I always like to say but okay it's a lot parenting and it's a lot brain yes so there's the brain based behaviors right not being able to sit still make eye contact um, process information filter out the unimportant stuff mm-hmm. know how to keep my hands to myself because I'm always looking mm-hmm. for where my body Something. is in space mm-hmm. so there's a lot of brain based behaviors mm-hmm. then there's the behaviors that are learned and that is the parenting exactly so those have to work together and then then the parenting really has to come in when we have like some never evers like mm-hmm. hitting spitting kicking anything that's like obviously very that's dangerous not okay to ever do like the barbie hitting me with yeah, the barbie like that's, that's okay. never ever in your life going to serve you and help you be a better person to hit Absolutely. someone with a barbie <laughs> or with anything <laughs> or <yeah>. with anything <laughs> so that's where you have to look at all components of it and that's what our program helps you do is first regulate you the parent so you can be rational mm-hmm. and then you look at what is my child's need right mm-hmm. and so when your family comes to you and gives you some sort of a judgment mm-hmm. on oh, your child's not sitting and eating. You're like, oh, well, thank you for that feedback. That's, That's a good one. I love that. The thank you for the feedback for the leaves feedback them yeah. with absolutely nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay Cute. They acknowledged yeah. me. And That's now it. I feel like kind of a jerk yeah. because I just said something that wasn't needed. Exactly. And they said it thinking it helped them feel better, but it actually doesn't. And, and now, it's also a good way to mirror yourself, right? Yes. Like when you look at somebody, you're like mm-hmm. feeling like you want to make that comment. Why am I making that comment? Yes, it's... What is that going to give me? Is it going to give me the satisfaction of feeling like I'm better than that person because (laughs) of blank, right? Yeah. Because my kid is strong and the other kid is skinny or whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's also where we as as adults Mm -hmm. have to take that, especially when it has... When kids are involved. Mm -hmm. Because especially in these young, young ages, zero to seven... That's when they're taking in so many messages oh, yeah. about themselves. And so yeah. imagine if the kid overhears you talking about their body. That's an internalized message right yeah. there about their body not being good enough, not being mm. valuable, not being worthy, whatever yeah. it might be. So it's so also much work. so important because we do, even if we are mm-hmm. dysregulated as adults, we always have more tools than the kids. Always. That's for sure. 100%. We have more experience. Yeah. So there's the thank you for the feedback line. Mm. And then there's, I kind of forgot where else I was going with this, but um, That's okay. there's yeah there's the need for how do I then help give that child their getting that need met Uh and so it's like maybe at the dinner table and this is where you can now be the expert because when you're the expert for your child and you're advocating for your child then people are kind of like oh okay she's got it right I like that and you're educated you know what kind of what's happening Mm -hmm. like actually I've been learning about his vestibular system and it's really hard for him to sit still so I am okay with him standing up at the table that's what we that's another one we wanted to push to touch on is what the other expectations are for your kids right Mm -hmm. so that somebody requiring that all the kids sit at the dinner table if you know that about your kid's brain Mm -hmm. you need to speak up and be like hey actually I'm okay 
with my kids standing yeah. at the dinner table yeah. or maybe running around and then coming and having a bite. Right. Depending on what's okay with each person's family. And you can right? build something in so you can make it sneaky. So if exactly. you know this yeah, is yeah, something, yeah. you be like, hey, Axel, can you go get some napkins? Exactly. So he's getting up. Hey, Axel, can you go get me some water? Mm-hmm. So you're building in breaks because you know his brain I needs love to get this. up and move. Yes. And it doesn't look like it's disruptive, mm-hmm. but you talk about it ahead of time. Exactly. Hey, I know sitting at the table is challenging for you, but mm-hmm. I also know you need to eat right. to help fuel your body. Okay, so let's talk about options. Exactly. How about you look at me and I'm going to tell you you need to go do this, this, and this. And I notice that like you do have to front load. You do oh, have course. to be Always. prepared yeah. for what's to come. But I'll tell you, I start to get a little bit more relaxed when my kids are living more cortex. Of course. And then I don't have to worry about front loading nearly as much. Yes. So you set the expectation with the children of, hey, this is what we need to be able to do. Mm-hmm. I understand what needs you need to get met. So here's ways I can help you. That's where the adult comes in with the mm-hmm. resources. That's where you come in and you talk to us and we're working with you to make it so, you know, we're a team. We're yeah. helping you behind – like we have office hours. Yeah. We have the Facebook groups. We have the accountability group where you're asking us questions of- to help. And we'll help guide you with specific things. We have one-on-one and coaching. And we do one-on-one. Yeah. That's where most people get like the most value right. because it's just time for you, you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's catering to your specific situation. Mm-hmm. So once I've set the expectation, I've helped my child, then you just kind of see what happens. Right. And then you notice, hey, did that aunt or uncle or <laughs> aunt, grandma or anyone have any sort of judgment mm-hmm. that hit a wound that actually made you feel and have an emotional reaction because then that is going to be your reconnect. That's, That's where you go, where you're gonna hey, get deeper. Exactly. I have a new layer. And th- this is where you kind of, it's kind of fun if you look at it that way, go, ooh, mm-hmm. where do I get to now go deeper and learn more about myself? Totally. And that's always going to get you so much so much information and gets you so much further along in your journey as a human. And I also wanted to mention like for other people or like what are some other ideas we can have for kids who have different kinds of challenges. Mm -hmm. So we have, for example, the vestibular, the movement seekers, right? Like you said, I think also for more of like the, the social anxiety kiddos, I can think of like my brother when he was little, getting into like a group of kids would be like, oh my goodness, like I can't even think of doing that. And that's a little bit of like, you know, we know a lot of kids like that. Yeah. Helping them maybe have like a, a, a book that they're going to come mm-hmm. and share with all their cousins, right? right? Or something like an activity that they've already planned, a board game that they love that they want to mm-hmm. come share with their friends mm-hmm. or with their, their cousins or whatever. Have specific questions they want to ask everybody and kind of like help them understand like these are, you know, this is your mm-hmm. family. They want to hang out with you and help them kind of ease that, 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 initial tension mm-hmm. maybe by you coming up with them and, and if it's a kiddo yeah. that needs you know yeah. kind of to feel a little bit of that mom Support. the mother's yeah. protection yeah. and it's okay yeah. like yeah. hang out with them and see that it's okay it's safe mm-hmm. and then they can keep doing on their own right and I want to think of like a couple of more ideas because of, of the kids who are going to maybe get to the because I can think of the typical maybe a little bit older kid mm-hmm. who's going to go into the living room of the Thanksgiving or Christmas, whatever, and be, exactly. (laughs) So, and yeah, that is. Like, are you okay with that? Right. Right? And and this (laughs) is where, again, you talk about it ahead of time, set that intention of what you intend for them to partake in. Yeah. And, um, really quick to talking, we're going to talk more about profiles and family members and all that in the next episode, but for kids and to be an advocate for kids, if a adult demands a hug or a kiss oh, or whatever it is, one. you be the advocate and goes, and you can help them by saying, "Do you want to give them a high five or knuckles?" A fist bump, yeah, or whatever, whatever you're good for comfortable you. with, and 
sometimes the adults will get kind of upset and be like, why don't you want to hug me? And oh, then it hits so their own wound, yes. right? Of like, what's wrong? I'm like, with what's me? wrong with me? And then they're and like, it's their, a child, right? right? In the, their inner child is yeah. going back to the playground when Billy didn't want right. to play with them, of course. But yeah. the idea here is, is we're teaching children the autonomy of their bodies, Absolutely. and I have the ultimate choice of what's happening. That's to me. such a big one. Also, like coming family. from my yes. background, like in Mexico, oh, that's no. the number one thing. Dale un beso a tu tía. Orale, vamos, vamos, dale un abrazo. And all these kids, you, you were always forced mm. to hug like every single person in a room of like 60 people. You're like, I don't want to do I this. I don't want to hug everybody. I don't know half of these people, you know? Right, right. Yeah. I remember that in Ecuador. You would have yeah. to like give a kiss on the cheek to everybody. <laughs> and then I never, I never knew when the boundary was like, when do you stop? Like, <laughs> when's the line of like stopping? And, and then, like, yeah, and you're like giving a kiss. Yeah. And you're like, this seems like kind of insane. Lot, yeah. I love that part of the culture. But then also when it's people you don't know, you're like, this feels weird. Right? Especially when you're a kid. You're oh, like, gosh. Oh. Like yeah. as an adult, you decide who you kiss on the yeah. cheek who you don't. Right. But as a little six-year-old... Why would you have to go kiss every single right. person in the room? Exactly. But see, these are things that I'm learning as an adult because I wasn't given those options as a kid and yeah. I was super shy. Right. Shocked. Exactly. Like I was you the were one kid, hiding yeah. behind mom like, no, don't make me do it. <laughs> and I'll never forget my grandma would give the wettest <laughs> but everybody kisses and the sensory on it was just like, oh, <laughs> mom, don't make me do it. Right. But then they're like, if you don't show respect to grandma, right? It's you know, then, then she's gonna think I'm a bad parent, and then yeah. blah blah blah. And so this but then is where kids we're like, who don't care. They're kids right. who are like, come on, I love it. Right. Come on, grandma, give me more so, kisses. Great. Right. If that's your kid, let him do it. So then you have to be able to know every child has different needs, Absolutely. and we can't just blanket it that every kid has to do these things. A hundred percent. So that one was that's a really big one for me. But going yeah. back to the let's talk about teens. Yeah. Let's talk about the adolescence and the teens because I literally witnessed this on Thanksgiving. <laughs> and again, it's talking about what you're comfortable with. I am not comfortable with teenagers being on phones all the time. The it is time. disturbing yeah. to me. Like it is. And we and, know what the screens are doing to their brain. Right. And it's like you're in a social, yeah. Yeah. So for me, I, I'm actually also, I'm not a fan of having screens at the table at all for anybody. In I don't love when my dad likes to watch TV while we're eating because yeah. he loves the white noise. We'll talk about that profile a little bit because <laughs> yeah. um, that's a really big that's one point, that yeah. comes up with our members mm -hmm. all the time. But for me, it's like, hey, here's what we're going to intend to do. We're going to connect. And then you help your teen decide what they're comfortable with. Yeah. What job do you want to do? Do you want to get everyone's drinks for mm -hmm. them? Do you want to set the table? Mm -hmm. Do you want to help with dishes? Enroll them in the process because mm -hmm. I know for me, I grew up right. clearing the table. Yeah. I grew up helping with the dishes because my mom worked Was in the cooking, kitchen yeah. all day. And cooking is so hard now mm. that I do it. And, um, <laughs> I know. So yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, you're on your feet. It's exhausting. Yeah. They shouldn't also have to do the dishes. It's, a, it's a collaboration. It's a collaboration. And I think also... In that same breath, not villainizing the phone. No. So not being like, don't you do me on your phone. No, you know, talk about it. Talk about it. Let's mm -hmm. say, I understand you want to be on your phone. You're a human. You're a teenager. Mm -hmm. Let's find a balance. Yes. Come to the table. Have a conversation. Clean up. After you do that, then you can be on your phone. Or right. let's do, we're going to do the gifts and we're going to do this. And then you can be on your phone. Yeah. Whatever it is for you, yeah. right? Set Also set like a time amount. But yeah. not, don't go over 45 minutes yeah. on the phone. 30 minutes. Yeah. 15. Whatever it is. Whatever you're comfortable again, once once again, right? And you know the mm -hmm. teen. This is a teen who's on their phone, um, like ten hours out of the day, and now you're like, you're only gonna have fifteen minutes. That's ah! not okay. Like it's they're like withdrawal. not used to that. They're exactly. gonna go into they're withdrawal. Gonna go into it withdrawal. is an addiction, literally. So and, and here, find the, what works. And and the approach to it, because teenagers, 100%. depending on if we're talking female or male, 
hormonal whatever. Hormonal <laughs> they all are. So, But even more so females going into yes. certain times and dealing with right, the right, hormones because right. even we deal with the hormones and yes, it's a lot. But um, talking about it in a certain way, so treating them with the respect, mm. and this is so important, and this is something that I'm on my fiance all the time because he's a very direct to the point person. Right, most he is. most yeah. men tend to be direct to the point, right? Absolutely. Without having that fluff and that softness to mm-hmm. like approach it from a loving and like, even though he's coming from a good space, course, yeah. it is triggering that survival brain when it's get off your phone. Right. Whoa, bro. <laughs> so, uh, excuse me. How about we talk about this, yeah. right? So let's talk to our children with that respect. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I get you want to be on your phone. Yeah. I know that's a lot of fun. Yeah. I know it's your world. I know you're connected yeah. to all your friends. I don't know what that was like growing up because I didn't have that option. But I do understand what connection feels like. Mm -hmm. So what do you think is reasonable? And then you can kind of open it up. Mm -hmm. And they're like all day. And you go, okay, let's... Let's, let's bring, bring it, it down. down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's say, hey, how about we work on this? And mm-hmm. so you have a conversation. You teach them how do we both get our need met? Yeah. Because that's life. That's you life. have needs. Yeah. I've got needs. We work together and we collaborate every day. Absolutely. And we're constantly working through that. That's exactly. what relationships are, right? Exactly. And it's also how, how do we help them interact in a way that they're not just sitting there stuck talking to the cousin, whatever, about... Mm-hmm. You know, whatever he's into. Boring adults are so boring. Bring a game that you really like. Mm -hmm. Bring a, you know, bring an activity. Bring a book. If you you really want to be on Mm -hmm. your own, if you're really in that loner stage that many teenagers go through, and that's totally fine, uh, once again, decide the level of participation. If that's the kid who wants to be reading a book, that's fine. At least they're not on their phone, right? Mm -hmm. Or if you are going to do that, go into the different room so you're Mm -hmm. not next to everybody talking and you're like this on your phone, right? So I I think it's important to to have them also understand this Mm -hmm. is why we're asking it from you. Because this is a moment that we're all together. We're seeing people you don't see all the time. Mm -hmm. And they want to get to know you better every time they see you too because they've seen you grown up, right? Mm -hmm. Grow up. Mm -hmm. Or these are your cousins or these are people that, you know, there's part of your family. It's important to get to know them. Mm So this is why I'm asking it of you. It's not because I want to like control you or whatever teenagers think, right? It's for your own good. You want to know your family better because they're your family. They're your people. Totally. 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I can think back to my teenage years. Yeah, I can think back to my... I always do that. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now that I have two stepdaughters, I'm always like, okay, when I was 15, when I was 17, oh yeah, my parents knew nothing. Yeah. (laughs) They did not understand. And so, yeah, and I even have these conversations with my mom now because I'm like, all right, (laughs) I'm so sorry, right? This is what human... Like, this is just what we do as humans. You don't know what you don't know. And I tell this to them all the time is like, I promise in 10 years, you're going to be like, whoa. Yes. I understand now, right? But when people told us at their age, we were like, no, no. I won't. It's going to be different don't. for me. You'll never know what this love for my boyfriend feels like exactly. because you've never been in love <laughs> exactly. before. You're right. I never have. Thank Roger. you. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's so, teenage years are hard. Yes. And it's a time, and this is something we wanted to do a whole podcast on about the teenage Wish brain. We need to do that, yeah. Because it's so much. Much. There's and so much it's going on. wild. So that compassion of like treating your teenager with respect, and the law of physics comes in. Yes. The harder you push, the harder they push They're gonna back. They're going to push back. Exactly. So you have to take that moment where you feel the emotions, you feel the betrayal, you feel like I've done everything for you. Why do Why? you fight everything I do? Like yeah. I understand when you're four, seven, ten, but you're fifteen, yeah. you're seventeen. Like you get, yeah, come what? on, yeah. like something's got to give. Yeah. That I understand one hundred percent. And that's where you have to like just take that moment, 
eat your ego and just yeah. say, okay, wait, this, I'm allowed to have human emotion, mm-hmm. but I also need to go work on that and deal with it on my own and then come to my teen, mm-hmm. clean slate. Hey, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. Like, you're going to mess up. Mm-hmm. You're going to have lots of mess ups in your life. And I want to be on your team. Mm-hmm. Even when you're messed up. Even yeah. when you're you're crying. But I do also need to hold a boundary. Exactly. And that's, once again, what they want to know. And make them feel empowered. You yeah. know, it's, also, it's the same with the younger kids. Yeah. You know, you really want them to feel like they're making all the decisions. Do mm-hmm. the same thing with your teenager. 100%. Might be a little bit harder. You might have to be a better actor. But, <laughs> you know, you really do yeah. make, make them think it's their, it's their idea. But I, I don't even feel like I have to act when I actually have gone and done the work on me. Right, like, that's true. Okay, you just did this and I've made me feel like you're not, like, expressing gratitude for me. Right. You have no appreciation for everything I've done. And they're like, no, but I am. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do appreciate and I am grateful for everything you've done. And you're like, and you're like but you're not showing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you're like, wait, okay, maybe they don't have the tools yet. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, so, and again, think to yourself yeah. at that age, you weren't yeah. showing anything but like, oh, Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, Honestly. Yeah. You really didn't even think of your parents as having emotions. <laughs> no. All you think about is yourself and your friends and your boyfriend. Like, yeah. that's it. <laughs> It honestly and it like, couldn't be further from Good the Charlotte. What were we listening to? Lincoln Park. Like, that's all you care about, you know? Yeah. The, the band posters. The, on the band wall. posters. Like, you're yeah. obsessed. So, yeah, it's it's really a hard time for the holidays, especially if you have so, maybe if you got trauma going on, maybe you yeah, got divorced, maybe you got all these things happening during this time of the year. But our advice is you can creep and crawl your way through it to make it easier. And then setting that intention. Mm-hmm. Get that RAS system looking for how you want it to go. 100%. And we're here to support. So if you've got questions, if you want to ask us, hey, this is what's going on. Is this a brain-related behavior? Is this a learned behavior? How do I handle this never, ever? We've got tips, yes. brain-based tips that will help you navigate these times. And we're in it. Like Paloma – I feel like you're in it with me because we work together so closely and you yeah. see my kids and their behavior and all the things happening. And when I'm always like, oh, so this funny. is so hard. Yeah. Um, and so we're here to support because we get it. It's human. And and the number one thing is, is you're not going to get it perfect and right every single time. Yes. And be okay with that. Be okay with it. And then we'll just, be okay with it. you know, society's expectations <laughs> are what you make of them. Ooh. <gasps> Mike Oh god, we should do a we should do a whole episode about society's expectations. (laughs) Okay, so please follow us on social media. Please subscribe, like this episode, rate us on the whatever your platform you're listening on, because that really helps us get like recommended to other people. And social media, Instagram underscore it. Instagram is in the cortex underscore us. We also have a Spanish now in the cortex underscore esp. Facebook is in the cortex us. TikTok is in underscore the underscore cortex. Our website in the cortex.com. Email hello at in the cortex.com. And remember, if you use promo code Brainiac, you will get 10 bucks off your first payment of our program. And remember, the prices are going up next year. So might want to jump on right now. Thank you. Happy holidays. Thank you.